several years back. I and I can't find it on my live journal. I was just looking for it. I posted about um, gender swapping and fandom and how, for the most part, I really didn't appreciate it. Um, since then, I've grown a little and expanded my horizons and um, always, always, um, I've always said that if you make a fundamental change to a character, that that change has to ripple throughout their entire life experience. If there are a couple of things you have to set for that, that that is canon fact, that is canon fact. You cannot get around it. Um, say, for instance, John Shepard is presented in canon as heterosexual. You can look at the subtext. You can have your own head canon, but in canon, the man is straight. If you make him gay, that changes a multitude of life experiences that you have to reflect in his character. Homosexuality doesn't appear out of nowhere. If you make John gay at 30, he was already gay at 15, at 10, at 5. I believe that you're born that way. That's my belief. Um, And it's disingenuous to assume that the... uh, that that wouldn't impact his life experiences practically from the moment he has memories. Everything would be different. It has to be addressed. It has to be looked at. It has to be treated with seriousness. That being said, this question is really about gender bending in fandom and um, changing. uh, the, The question is, River Moon 1970 asks, and, and, and this question comes from my Tumblr. Um, I know you touched on it briefly in the last short and junk. It was probably several short and junks back, actually, but this question was asked the day after that show. Um, about gender bending seems to be a topic coming up in a lot of writing groups I'm in. What do you think about it, especially when the core personality of the character is drastically changed? <clears throat> okay. Straight up. There is a drastic difference between the life experiences of a straight white male and a straight white female and a straight black female and a straight black man and a gay black man and a gay black woman. All of these experiences are different. So if you make, for instance, Rodney McKay suddenly a girl, always a girl, born that way, grew up that way, her life experiences would in no way compare socially to Rodney's experiences. Meredith, let's go with Meredith, because that actually happens to be his canon first name anyway, Meredith is going to grow up a woman in a society dominated by men, where men make decisions, where men feel like they have the right to decide the contents of our uterus. Right? Rodney grew up in a society where he is considered more important than everyone else, merely because he's white and he has a dick. There is absolutely no way that Rodney and Meredith would be the same person. 
So to write a female McKay without adjusting the character to account for her always having had a vagina is stupid. Utterly the stupidest thing that I can think of. Because if you think the male experience and the female experience aren't the same, or are the same, wow, where have you been? I, you know, my husband goes to the store in the middle of the night, and he never, he it never crosses his mind that he needs to worry about parking next to a van, or parking next to a car with dark windows, or holding his keys in his hands so he can use them like a weapon. He wasn't taught to look for these things or to do these things. I was. Is my dress too short? Are my pants too tight? Is my top too low? Are they going to see too much of my tits? Should I wear this to the store? I shouldn't wear a dress to the store in the middle of the night. I should wear pants. It'll make it more difficult for a man to assault me. Men don't think of these things. Women do. It makes our experience in this world 10,000 ways different from a man's. Change the character, the gender of a character without recognizing that her experiences would be so much different than his. She would be taught so many different things about her ability to act socially than he would. She would have had more difficult time in academics than he would have. Think about when Rodney McKay got his education and imagine a female genius in his place entering what was then and still considered male-dominated academic um, endeavors, engineering, physics. And on top of that, she's smarter than all of them. It's not the kind of environment that any woman would want to be in. Let's look at Harry Potter. Let's imagine Harry Potter was born a girl. And instead of a boy who lived getting dropped on Petunia's doorstep, a little girl got dropped there with Lily's eyes and Lily's bright red hair. And Petunia looks down at her sister's daughter instead of her sister's son. Now, there are two ways this can go. She already has a boy. She doesn't have a girl. She could be so excited to have a baby girl, just Having a part of her sister, the jealousy wouldn't be there. It would be beautiful. She would raise Lily Jr. with all of the love that she possibly could. Or she could view this little girl as a complete and utter substitute for the sister that she was always jealous of. And Harry would go from being emotionally neglected and occasionally unfed to being horrifically abused to the point where she might not make it out of childhood. Would Dudley have treated a female cousin the same way he did a male cousin? Of course not. 
that's just that's just basic gender roles in society. Boys don't treat girls the same way they treat other boys. Vernon might have treated a female Harry a lot nicer than he did than he would have a male child because or the way the way he did treat a male child simply because um of gender and the assumption of um delicacy. The thing is is a little girl in the Dursley household would have had a very different life experience from a little boy. So you have the girl who lived. There is absolutely no way she would have the same personality that the boy who lived had. Your personality is a summation of your life experiences. It is developed through adversity and through experience and through happy and sad and stress and just everything, every moment that you're awake from practically birth shapes who you're going to be. And the genital arrangement you're born with impacts that in one way or another, whether you believe you know you were born in the wrong body, you know you're homosexual, you know you're straight, you know, you know, you know what you are, and then you have all these life experiences pressing down onto you. Maybe you don't know what you are and you're still trying to figure it out and that's perfectly okay, and you're moving through life and you're having these experiences, but no matter what your gender and sex orientation and um, sexuality is and and what you recognize and when you recognize it, you are a summation of your experiences. And absolutely in no way can you make a female character where a male character was and keep their same personality. It is disingenuous. It is... It is absolutely, it is dumb. It is dumb. And whenever I see it in a fanfic, I close it. Because if you can't, if you don't understand the difference between a woman's experience in this world and a man's experience in this world, you have absolutely no business whatsoever doing a gender swap to begin with. You really don't. Because it just it, it doesn't make any sense to keep their personality the same when they would not have had the same experiences. And to assume that they would have had the same experiences, to, to assume that any woman, no matter her color or orientation, would have had the same experiences as a white male in our society is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. That being said, <clears throat> I used to have a problem with it because I was I was confused as to why I was really confused as to why people would want to do it. And um but I I educated myself and I I pay attention to my experiences and one of the things I've always um really appreciated about my mother was that she raised me to have a um a very fluid mind. 
I'm not rigid in my opinions. And so I can move freely through an opinion and change it and, and not be uncomfortable with either choice that I make for myself. And so while, I yes, I used to be uncomfortable with gender bending, even though I, I read some of it, um, I'm not anymore. I'm not remotely uncomfortable with it. I am uncomfortable with bad craft, and if you write Always a Girl McKay with the same experiences that McKay had, Boy McKay, I'm not going to read your shit because it's shit. I'm, I'm just not going to read it. Um, you need to account for the changes in their personality. And gender and sexuality, they're fundamental. They are fundamental parts of your character. And I once got berated in an email for saying that. Um, but I haven't changed my mind, if you're listening. I do believe that the sex that you have is fundamental to your personality and your character. Whether you have sex, whether you don't have sex, whether you have sex with men, whether you have sex with women, whether you have sex with just yourself, because that's, that's your preference, whatever kind of sex you have or don't have, that is fundamental to your character. It is the sex drive or lack thereof is a part of the human experience, and it makes you who you are, regardless of what kind of sexuality you have. Gender bending is a pretty broad term beyond gender swap. Uh, you're right, Jilly. Um, I'm Jilly just said that in the chat room. Um, it, it is different. Um, there's also the um, transgender issue and fandom and how that is treated. Except Jeannie is not exactly like Rodney. She really is not. She has his temper. There's someone in the chat room that said that Jeannie is just like Rodney, but she really she really isn't. She's smart like him, um, but she's not ambitious. She turned her back on academics to get married and have a family. Something that Rodney thinks is absolutely the most horrible thing she ever could have done, and it ruined her life. She's smart, yes, but she's also not abrasive. She is socially more acceptable, to be perfectly frank. She's um, she's socialized where Rodney is not. You know, Rodney's practically feral at some points in the series, but he's, he's like a wild child they plucked out of a physics forest and put down in the middle of the expedition. But Jenny, but Jeannie has social skills. She has, um, she demonstrates empathy. She's a mother. She's she's married. She's she's made a family. Um, she turned her back on academics, even as being as Rodney said, as smart as he is. It wasn't a priority for her. So while they do have some similar personality quirks, they are by no means what I would consider similar. And their personality quirks are probably in relation more to their interaction with their parents than any other life experience they would have. So you would expect them to have some things in common. But Jeannie doesn't have um, McKay's temper. She's not prone to insulting people when she doesn't get her way, like McKay. She's not prone to... Um, she's a little judgy. She's a little more judgy than McKay. But McKay's a little more open. 
So they're not so similar in that you could interchange them. You could use Jeannie as a template for creating a female Rodney McKay or a Meredith, but by no means do I consider them similar enough to argue the point that McKay as a woman would be essentially the same as McKay as a man. Because there's just, there's no, there's no comparing the female experience with the male experience in this world. There there really is not. The only time a man worries about being sexually assaulted is when he's in prison. The only time a woman doesn't worry about being sexually assaulted is when she's... Okay, no. There's never a point when a woman doesn't worry about that. It's always in the back of your head. It's always there. Because we've been trained to think that way. Did I lock all my doors or all my windows secure? Get in your car, turn it on, lock the doors, and go. How many times have you been told not to linger in a parking lot? You think Rodney's ever been told that? Rodney's ever been told that. Just, I can't imagine the headscape of the women going on the expedition to Pegasus. Because, number one, they're outnumbered. Did you notice that there are not, there's not, there's, it's, I would say that there are probably uh, one in five females on the expedition. I think that the experience for a gay man is um, twofold different. Because not only do you have to worry about sexual assault, you also have to worry about physical assault for being a gay man. Again, earlier, like I said, that the straight white male has a drastically different experience than a gay male or a straight woman of any color. Um, they live a life of privilege. And, and, and they don't worry about parking next to a van or taking a drink from a stranger. They they don't. They, they, they don't worry about it. I told my husband about that nail polish that girls were starting to wear so they could test their drinks for drugs, and he was floored. He says, is that really a problem? And I'm like, yeah, baby, that's really a problem. It's really a problem. When I put a drink down in a bar, I never picked it back up. I had a drink I got from the bartender. I put it in my hand. Even when a man bought me drinks, I went with him to the bar, got my own drink from the bartender directly into my hand. And if I put it down, I never picked it back up. But a straight white male doesn't worry about these things. They really don't. And then when it when it happens to them, it's an extremely um, traumatic experience in more than one way because not only has the safety that they've assumed they had been utterly destroyed, they've also experienced this, this terrible act of violation. Um, I just, you know, but they're not taught 
to worry about it. They're not taught to be concerned. Um, that's the society that we live in. And everything evolves around the straight male. Dress codes in schools evolve around the straight male. Oh, we don't want you to, to distract the boys so you can't show your collarbones. Really? Really? So knowing all this about the experiences that men and women have, it is you cannot create, you you cannot replace a male character with a female character without acknowledging that their life experiences would be vastly different and they would not be the same person. There, It is not just giving them a vagina where a dick used to be. that That's not how that works. And when that happens, when there's like a gender um, swap, like for magic or science, and there's that, there's going to be dysphoria, and um, there's going to be, it's got to be the most disturbing experience to ever happen to somebody, to have their body altered without their permission. And it's not going to be fun times immediately. I'm not saying that there wouldn't be, Yeah, a good point. The only the other thing you have to think about for women in the military is that sexual assault happens a lot in the military, and it does. And there were a lot of military personnel on Atlantis, and there were a lot of men and very few women. And that is a situation where if I were a female going on that expedition, I would be looking at those those rape panties that they sell that can't be removed by anybody but the owner of the person wearing them. You've seen them on YouTube? I saw them on YouTube. They're they're making these panties that are extremely difficult to get off and they can't be cut. And only like they can only be like removed from a certain angle. So they're really hard um to remove. I would like own twenty pair of those if I if I was going on the Atlantis expedition. And it's not a assumption that every man on the city is a terrible, no good, vicious rapist. It's the assumption that there's at least one. And it only takes one. And there are so many men on the expedition, it is ridiculous to assume not a single one of them was capable of it. Because... Statistically speaking, at least one of them was. Well, I think that in Stargate, um, you can use Sam Carter as a uh, a roadmap for a female, except she's touted as being extremely smart and managed to gain a lot of rank with very little combat experience. Um, for when she first joined um, Stargate Command, she worked out of the Pentagon, and she had some some experience as a pilot, but not enough to justify the rank that she had. Uh, There's just, there's so many different experiences that a man and woman have practically from birth, no matter their sexual orientation, to be honest. When it comes down to just the established gender role that you get slapped with in the face when you're an hour old, pink blanket, 
and you get put in a little incubator and baby girl and that from that moment on you, your your entire life experience until until you're aware enough to say no is is going to be defined by this gender role that was assigned to, to you against your will without any input from you based purely on the sexual organs you were born with. What do I think about the core personality of a character being drastically changed? I believe that if it's not, uh, as an author, you have some explaining to do. Because in no single way do men and women have the same experience in the world. And even two children being raised in the same household, Jeannie and Rodney, don't did not have the same life experiences. There is, I am all about equality across the board, but there is a difference between men and women. Women are treated differently than men across the board and bad. There have been times when I have been treated more carefully with more gentleness because I was a woman, merely because I was a woman. There have been times when I've been ignored and dismissed merely because I was a woman in situations where a man would not be dismissed. Those men of you, you men that are listening, if if you don't, see this as a possibility, take, why don't you and a female that you know, your girlfriend, your wife, your mom, whatever, your friend, go to a car dealership separately in separate cars. Get out of your cars at the same time. I guarantee you, you will see a salesman before she will. Every single time. Walk in to a store at the same time with a man behind the counter. He's going to greet you first and her second, unless she's really good looking, and then he's going to greet her first. Twister Ryder says, last time I went to buy ammo, I literally had to slap the counter to get the guy to look at me and take my money. Right? So... Men and women don't have the same experiences, even if they live in the same environment. So, and since you are a summation of your life experiences, it's inappropriate to assume that just change that, that changing the 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 genital arrangement of your character is enough. My mom, about ten years ago, bought an F one fifty. Now. She went down to the dealership, and F-150 is a rather large man's truck, by the way. Um, and um, we were at the dealership, and um, the salesman came out after about 45 minutes of us wandering around in the new car section and asked us you know, if we needed any help. My mom said that she wanted to buy an F-150, and she had her eye on this one right here. Uh, it was very nice. And he said, and I quote, 
Ma'am, don't you think that's too much truck for you? And she said, take your ass back into the dealership and send me out a salesman who'd like to make some money because it's not going to be you. And he turned right around and walked away. And a few minutes later, a really young guy comes running out. He says, ma'am, are you ready to buy a truck? And she said, yes, I am. (laughs) Because I guess he was the one that volunteered to deal with the crazy lady who wanted to buy a truck that was too much for her. Anyways, it's just... (coughs) You have to um, you have to account for their life experiences. When you make a change to your character, um, in a fundamental way, it needs to be addressed in their character development, in their life experiences. Um, if you make a character gay, they're not going to have the same high school experience that a straight man would have, and that needs to be um, addressed. If you make a character a woman, when they when they, when the character originally in canon was a man, their life experiences leading up to their being in this event and in this time are drastically different. Yes, you, you have to consider environment, and because if you look at um, countries where women are subjugated due to religious roles. I'll try not to bash religion tonight. Um, A man in a Muslim country versus a woman in a Muslim country, depending on the country, have a vastly different, um, 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 different experience. But that's to say, a, a woman raised in America and a woman raised in, say, um, France have vastly different experiences. A woman raised in Australia would have a very different ex- life experience than a woman raised in America or New Zealand or just wherever, you know. I mean, just you have to pay attention to their life experiences when you make changes that are fundamental to their character, whether it be their sexual orientation or their genital arrangement, or and not, not even counting the effects, the impact that hormones have on you. Testosterone impacts your personality as much as estrogen does in a very different way. And those things, you, you you just can't ignore basic biology. And sometimes you'll encounter a situation where something is so overwhelmingly frustrating and terrible that your character has a response. Where a male character might lash out with violence, a woman might retreat, might lash out with violence, or burst into, peer, into tears, depending on the event. I have been so angry, all I could do is cry. I mean, I have been just so angry that I had no other response but to cry. And in that same situation, my husband was so angry, he had to leave the building to avoid going to jail. We weren't fighting each other. <laughs> we were mad at somebody else. Same situation, same amount of anger, Two different responses, 
So I, you just you need to pay attention to your characters' experiences, their their culture, um, the environment they grew up in. All of these things would be impacted when you make a fundamental change to your character. And so uh, I uh, just, it's just bad craft not to pay attention, just to slap a, a vagina on a character and move on like it didn't matter. It matters a lot whether it happened, whether, whether it was a circumstance that character was born with or whether it's a new circumstance. Getting a vagina when you didn't have one before, it changes you. It's going it's going you need to be aware. Men and women are different. And that we are a that our personality is is fluid and um a summation of life experiences, and men and women don't have the same life experiences. So they will have different relationships with characters. Just imagine how Kavanaugh would have treated a female McKay, who he he already believed he was superior to McKay. Just imagine on top of that superiority, you put his dick privilege because he would have exerted some dick privilege over a woman. It's just, it needs to be said. Would Elizabeth been more tolerant of McKay if McKay had been female? Would John have asked McKay to be on his team if McKay had been female? He already had Taylor. Would he have put another woman on his team, a female scientist? Probably not. Keep in mind that the circumstances of your gender, of your, of, of your character's gender, will impact how not only they grew up, the life experiences they had, but also their interactions with others would now the, now in Stargate it is entirely likely that Meredith McKay would have still been in charge of the sciences because Sam Carter was exalted for her intelligence here's another question for you if McKay had been female would Carter have sent his ass her ass to Siberia Probably not. And even if she'd have wanted to, the powers that be probably wouldn't have let her. So you see that these are experiences that where gender would have impact, and gender would impact these decisions. But that's the thing. If coming into the mountain McKay had been female, it is entirely likely, having shared experiences that a male would not have, um, that Carter and Meredith could have bonded like crazy and come up with an entirely different situation where McKay never would have become at odds with Carter. 
Because they would have been like, it could have easily been, oh, my God, I, I found my twin. Because growing up in an environment where they grew up and working in the environments that they worked in, where they were the smartest person in the room and being female, there's every likelihood that Sam Carter and Meredith McKay would have been the best friends forever, almost instantly from meeting. And that entire situation would have been a great deal worse, or better, depending on. Um, because the thing is, is if that had happened, McKay might have been able to convince Carter that she was right about the gate and Tilk would have died. Or Carter might have been able to convince McKay to try this instead, and then there wouldn't have been all this hostility, and McKay wouldn't have got sent to Siberia. Because women work together differently than men and women do. And while, yes, women are competitive with each other, there's also a a sisterhood that is difficult to explain to um, to men. There's a, there, there's a sisterhood among women where... Um, you you kind of band together against the establishment, <laughs> and 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 even if you're like frenemies and you hate each other, you know, God forbid a man come into it because you're instantly both on the same side and he's in so much trouble. Kind of like you know that song where um, it's the two sisters singing, and um, it's in, I believe it's in White Christmas, and she says, don't mess with my sister. And then at the end of the song, it says, God help the sister who messes with my mister. You know, so it's it's that kind of thing. And that women... Um, there, there's, a women, there's a reason why women, women travel in packs to the bathroom while we go shopping together, even when we hate each other. And, you know, even in situations where I worked professionally in um, in corporate environments where I was in direct competition with another woman, if there was a situation where it was to our benefit to work together, we would set aside all that hostility to work against somebody else. So it greatly, you know, women have the ability to to work together as a unit in a way I think that men don't always have, especially if they don't like each other. I can work hand-in-hand hand with a woman I hate, but men can't stand to be in the same room with men they hate. Without fighting, I mean, you know... It just it, it greatly depends on the situation. So the fact of the matter is, is even if McKay and Carter had ended up at odds in that episode, I don't believe she would have sent a woman to the wilds of Siberia knowing what could happen to her. A woman in an isolated environment that's dominated by men is not safe. And... There's no way that Sam Carter wouldn't have considered that. And no woman would put another woman in that situation, even if they hate her. Even if they hate her. Because it, it's undescribable. So 
even if her and McKay had had become enemies, um, Meredith McKay would not have been sent to Siberia. That's just my opinion. Anyways, so I think that on the whole, if you're going to do a gender swap, you need to own it and you need to explore it fully and accept that that we are fundamentally different, male and female. Um, I think that some fandoms kind of lean themselves towards gender bending better than others. Now, the Hobbit fandom is a big one because, God, you know, Tolkien couldn't bother to write a, a single female character that could be a love interest or a female character really at all in The Hobbit. I mean, they're mentioned in passing, I believe, in the book. I don't even think a single female character appears in the book. Granted, I read it 25 years ago, so... I know in the movie we get female characters, um, and Jackson had to invent one, uh, which says something about the canon material. <coughs> but there is not a single viable female love interest for Bilbo or Thorin in. So if you want to write a het romance, you either have to fuck with the timeline, um use a different hobbit, or make one of them a girl. And um, that's just what you have to do. And so uh, if you want to do that, and, and you want... but And also, you have to keep in mind that a female hobbit would have not had the same life experiences as a male hobbit. And it is entirely possible um, that there's just going to be fundamental differences, huge differences in their character. Um based solely on their life experiences because while I joke about it a lot, in most societies having a dick is a privilege. And it comes with a great deal of privilege. It comes with power over other people. It especially comes with power over women. Um it it is it is not fair and it's not appropriate and it's ugly and it's and it's just ugh. But there it is. So that's my thing. Um, I have some gender-bending stories coming up for The Hobbit because I have decided um, upon entering The Hobbit fandom as a writer that I, that I intend to um, write only female Bilbo stories. I made that decision. That's my choice. That's how I'm going to roll with it. That's how I'm rolling into The Hobbit fandom, and I don't care if anybody likes it. Anyways, that's my show. I will see you guys tomorrow where we will be discussing unrealistic sex in fandom. Ladies and mostly ladies, mostly virgin ladies. Let me tell you, virgin ladies, one thing, one little thing. It's a it's a preview of tomorrow's show. A Coke can is almost nine inches in diameter. That is twice the average diameter circumference of a penis. Stop. I am so fucking serious. You need to stop. You guys have a good night, and I will see you tomorrow.